Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. You guys obviously know about the announcement. The Royals coming up in 30 minutes. They are going to make an announcement about the future of their stadium. The expectation reported by Sam McDowell of the Kansas City Star is that they are going to announce their new location, and it is going to be at 16th and McGee. So that is our hope. That is our expectation. We plan on going to the press conference live. You guys know my stance on press conferences. I usually don't like them. But this is one of the most important press conferences in franchise history. I'll make an exception today. I'm all for news press conferences. This feels like news. So we will play that for you live in its entirety coming up in 30 minutes. The Royals are planning a press conference to announce the downtown stadium. We will get real concrete, hard-hitting information. We'll do that coming up in 30 minutes. I also plan on telling you guys a story about my life and how it relates to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to do all of that here after, well, you guys know. Pizza time on the drive. Call number six. Dial me up right now. 913-586-7610. They win a pizza from our friends over at Pizza Tasio. Pizza Tasio is Kansas City's best New York style pizza, and they've taken over the town. They lovingly use 100% whole milk mozzarella, all organic tomato sauce with locally grown fresh ingredients, all made by KC guys who know and love pizza. So, Carrington, whether you're in the mood for maybe just some slices or you're hungry enough for a whole pie, be sure to visit them now at pizzatasio.com. That's pizza, T-A-S-C-I. I need you guys to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I need you listening to the drive each day at two o'clock. I appreciate you guys support as we have gone on this playoff journey. I also need you guys to tell one friend. You don't have to tell two friends, but it'd be great if you told one friend to listen to the drive every day right here at 610 Sports Radio. And you know what? Sometimes you got a chance to win a pizza and who doesn't like free pizza? This is the story that I want to tell you guys. I told myself at the very beginning of the year that I wanted to learn one skill that I didn't already have. I feel like people at our age, you know, at our big age, Rob, that we don't learn new skills. So I told myself, I said a New Year's resolution that I wanted to learn a new skill. And I spent a lot of time on TikTok, probably more time than I should admit. And after the Taylor Swift jacket, Rob, I got caught in the sewing TikTok. And I didn't know that this was a thing, Rob. And you know what I convinced myself? Oh, that's easy. I can do that. So, Rob, today I went to my first sewing class. I signed up for a sewing class. I was there 830, bright and early, learning how to sew. 
Rob, let me tell you, it was a lot more difficult than I expected it to be. It was kind of hard. I couldn't even do it in a straight line. It took me a while. I'm telling you guys this story because just because something looks easy doesn't mean that it is easy. It could still be really, really difficult. And just because some people have an ability to do it doesn't mean that you have the ability to do it. Now, this might be one of the only times that I can use myself in an analogy and Patrick Mahomes. But let me tell you about a tweet that came across my timeline earlier this morning. This is from Randy Mueller, who used to be the general manager of the Cowboys. He tweeted, the Chiefs are now the poster child for not paying wide receivers. Will other teams adopt this mentality, which will bring down the values of a mediocre group of unrestricted free agent wide receivers? couple of things here. Just because the Chiefs can do it doesn't mean that you can do it. The Chiefs have some significant advantages that I'm guessing if you don't cheer for the Chiefs, your team doesn't have. Number one, your team doesn't have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. You got Derek Carr. You telling me you think you can go cheap on wide receiver if you got Derek Carr as your quarterback? You're telling me that you think you can go cheap if you got Will Levis as your starting quarterback? No, you can't. That is an awful idea that I would not advise you. And if you do it, I'm telling you, it will end very, very poorly for you. Rob, another reason that the Chiefs can do these things is they have Andy Reid as their head coach, who is one of the best and greatest offensive minds that we have ever seen. Your team doesn't have that. Your team has Arthur Smith as the offensive coordinator. You know what you should go do? Get weapons. Do not fool yourself thinking that just because you saw the Chiefs do it, that means that you can do it. Because I am here to report to you, you cannot. You will fail. You will lose. You are already at a coaching disadvantage against the Chiefs. You are already at a quarterback disadvantage against the Chiefs. Don't also compound it by now putting yourself at a weapons disadvantage. Can you win that way? I mean, we've seen the last two Super Bowls. We have seen two teams that have a lot of firepower. Philadelphia last year. They have a secret trick play that no one can stop. They had Miles Sanders last year that ran for 1,200 yards. They have a former Heisman Trophy winner, wide receiver, A.J. Brown, who's a dog, Dallas Goddard at tight end. They had a lot of weapons. It wasn't enough. San Francisco, they got a future Hall of Fame running back in Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, who's actually really good. I know he didn't play like that in the Super Bowl, but I assure you, George Kittle is a very good tight end. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, they had all the weapons in the world. Not enough. You think you're going to do it with less? This is a terrible idea and a terrible strategy. But one, honestly, that could help the Chiefs. Because if you're telling me now that teams are going to go cheap on wide receiver, if you are a team that's in the market to go buy yourself one of those wide receivers, oh, now we're cooking with grease. I'd be very, very interested in going to pick up one of those cheap wide receivers. I'm going to tell you right now what my offseason vision is for the Kansas City Chiefs. Please go spend money and get yourself a wide receiver. I know it ended up happy. I know what I saw. I saw the confetti. I saw Mahomes. He was smiling. I saw him at Disney World again. I also remember how frustrated he was in November when he looked like he was ready to kill somebody, when he was screaming at anybody every single week and throwing helmets and breaking stuff. I don't know if he wants to go through that again. He talks about how challenging, how trying this year was. You want to know what's challenging about it? No one could catch So go get yourself a wide receiver, Kansas City. Let's not overthink this. I know at some point here over the next couple of weeks, you guys are going to tell me, well, I mean, they won again. Why do you want a wide receiver? Because I watched the regular season too. Go get a wide receiver. Or, Rob, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. As we preview the offseason, I'm ready for them to spend money on a left tackle. And I like Donovan Smith. I thought Donovan Smith had a good postseason. It's time to go find a long-term solution at the position.
So that's where my mindset's going to be as we are heading into this offseason. Obviously, we'll figure out what happens with Chris Jones and Legereus Need. We can wait until Thursday to start having those conversations. Let's wait till the parade is over. But as I saw this tweet come across my timeline, and before we learn more about the Kansas City Royals situation, this is from Randy Mueller, who is a former general manager in the league. He tweets that Kansas City, they are now the poster child for not paying wide receivers. Will other teams adopt and tamp down values of this year's mediocre group of unrestricted free agents? Just because the Chiefs can do it doesn't mean that you can or should do it. It is a losing proposition. And if that is what teams think, hey, look at Kansas City. Look at how they're managing with MVS and Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore and Justin Watson. Maybe we can do that same thing is when I want Kansas City to swoop in and get Calvin Ridley for the cheap. Swoop in and get Michael Pittman Jr. for the cheap. Swoop in and grab a very capable. Brandon Ayuk is about to be a free agent. I would love Brandon Ayuk. If you're telling me you got Brandon Ayuk, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey, and you take a flyer on a mid-round free agent wide receiver or a mid-round free agent or draft pick, sign me up. I'm here. I'm there. You have done more than enough to completely revitalize that passing game for next season. I like that. Don't let the Chiefs fool you. It ain't easy. And it's something that really only one team in the NFL can do. And if you don't have Andy Reid, if you don't have Patrick Mahomes, I'd probably be in the market of trying to get as much firepower and as many weapons as possible. Coming up on the other side, we'll get you ready for the press conference. The Royals are expected at the bottom of the hour to announce where the new stadium will be. That's all coming up. Keep it right here on 610 Sports Radio. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The home of the Royals is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, let's read this text. Because... I understand that it might be vocal minority, but not everyone is voting yes on this stadium, right? CDOT, I have not heard one single 610 host suggest that this bill might not pass and what could happen if it doesn't. Well, you can do that right now if you would like. If the bill doesn't pass then they're not going to be in Jackson County anymore. I guess maybe this is the part of this conversation that like, I, I think you guys understand. I don't say that to be condescending, but the Royals are getting a new stadium. <laughs> like they are getting a new stadium. Now it might not be exactly where they are going to say it's going to be because they're going to tell us where they want it to be here coming up in a bit. But I, I maybe 
maybe I'm naive and maybe I am talking to a real small percentage of people. But, Rob, it seems like at least some people on the text line think that if they vote no on this and it doesn't pass, then the Royals are going to be like, well, hey, maybe we shouldn't move. (laughs) They're they're moving. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. They are moving. Where is that moving going to be would then be the question. But they are moving. The other thing would then be is the Chiefs portion of this. This tax that they are talking about is just, it's not the new stadium tax. I mean, it's certainly part of it, but that's not all that it is. It is also part of renovating Arrowhead Stadium. I also don't think that the Chiefs, if this doesn't pass, and I I don't think that it's not going to pass, but if it doesn't pass, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be like, oh, well, I mean, I guess we're stuck with this old stadium. It just... Maybe I haven't gone through the ramifications that this doesn't pass is because I don't think that it's not going to pass. I think it is going to pass. Now, I do think it's very fair. I want to hear what they have to say today. This is a really important press conference for the Kansas City Royals to give us some answers. I think there have been a lot of questions about the tax and the stadium and where it's going to be and all of these things. And I don't think they need to answer every question today. Like, I don't need them to answer the parking plan today or how are you going to get people to, I don't need all of those things. Where is it going to be? When do you expect it to be done? How much is it going to cost the taxpayers? Those are very fair questions to ask today. This isn't the final step. But this is a really, really important step in trying to have some measure of understanding what you need before you go to the ballot. I can't tell you guys how to vote. Yes, no, however you feel. But I do think there are some people that are undecided. There are some people that are like me, and I'm going to vote yes regardless anyway. There's some of you that are going to vote no regardless anyway. You don't care what they got to say today. That's fine. But I think there are maybe way more undecided people on this issue that are, I would say, probably leaning yes just because, I mean, part of it is the Chiefs are asking you for this money and you're telling the Chiefs no right now? In the middle of being a dynasty, the Chiefs are asking you to do your part and you're like, nah, I don't want to. (laughs) Nah, y'all got it. (laughs) I mean, you were out there standing to watch them play in negative 19 degrees. Now you're not going to give them three-eighths of a sense? Now that's a step too far for some of you. So I'm not really worried about this thing not passing, but I do think that it is their responsibility to give you answers and a clear picture on what the long-term plan of this is. I mean, this is a structure that is going to be in our city for a long time. I'm talking about this is their new home. This is the new 40, 50, 60-year plan for the Kansas City Royals and where they're going to be located and where you're going to go and take your family and take your kids and take your dog. This is a part of our community. So I do think there is a civic responsibility that they have today. And I don't think that the, that the Royals have knocked a lot of things out of the park, no pun intended. I don't think they've knocked a lot of things out of the park in relation to this stadium. Today is their opportunity at a fresh slate. At least that's how I feel. I think this has gone really poorly for the Royals so far. On a lot of different ways. I think it has gone poorly with Frank White. I think it has gone poorly in how they communicated. This was a press conference they told us was supposed to happen in September. And now it's finally happening. But this is a really good time. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's hopeful. Everybody's optimistic. People are going to be down at that area and that part of a town before. This is a great day to do it. Tomorrow's the parade. Hey, we're announcing this new thing. Hey, this is the most exciting time there ever is to be a Kansas City sports fan. You got to capture that momentum today, though. You got to. You got to knock this press conference out of the park. And you should leave today as a fan feeling good about what they have to say. Feeling good about the future off the field for the Royals. There's a lot of reasons to be hopeful and optimistic about the on the field part of it. They did what they were supposed to do this offseason. They went out and they got Michael Waka and they re-signed Bobby Witt Jr. And you should be thrilled about what they've done on the field. 
But I don't. it hasn't always been that they've got their business. They've got their business in order. This is show a measure of solidarity and strength and that we do have everything together. Have Frank White sitting right there with you. Shake hands. Hey, I'm happy that we came to this agreement. We're happy about the future of baseball in Kansas City. We want to be in Kansas City for the rest of our lifetime, and this is me doing it. This is me planting our flag. We want to call it Kauffman Stadium. We love Kauffman Stadium, and we want to keep that name alive. We want to have fountains and crowns, and we want this to be a place that you want to bring your family. We want to... And the same way that we won championships in the old stadium, we plan on bringing a championship to this new stadium. This is a speech. You are, if you were John Sherman, you were giving a political speech, and this is your rally. Go kill it. Go crush it. Go do it. Go be great. That would be my message to the Royals today. They came to me for advice on what to do. This is you got a big audience. Every sports talk, every newspaper, I imagine it's going to be on television. This is a big deal. This is one of the biggest things to happen in our city in a while, like in terms of what they are doing. They're moving the stadium. They're putting it downtown. What is your plan to help the businesses that are going to be affected negatively about this? I mean, some of your favorite businesses or restaurants, are they're going to close because of this. What is your plan to help those people? You got to address all of that stuff today. Someone asked, will there be a rendering? That is the plan. By the way, for those on social media, as the media have it out, as the media is gathering, because the media is in fact gathering as this press conference will start here around five minutes. You can hear that press conference right here on six sports. Five minutes, we gonna have it. We have renderings of the Royals Park, the entertainment district, and its connection to. The 18th and Vine District. So, oh wow, Annie Rogers has some tweets. Our friend John Ketz, who will be on the show later today, has yeah. some tweets. We have we have tweets of Palooza of renderings as the media is assembling at the Royals Hall of Fame. I got to look at this. I uh, have not seen this actually. Royals Park is what the renderings say. Will be basically where the Star Building is now. East Crossroads will be the Entertainment District. And there's lots of other little notes and things on that don't work well on radio to say oh, this is this is fire yep i'm sitting here looking at this this is fire oh yeah no this is exciting this is really exciting this is the first time i've seen the rendering i this is this is real time my reaction i had not seen this before this is uh this is very exciting. It's not as close to 18th Nevada as you just made it seem like it was. It's actually no, very. No, it just it's marked in the. Yeah, no, yeah. it's very very far away. But uh, no, this is uh, this is exciting. I mean, Power and Light right across the street, T-Mobile Center right across the street. I mean, they're not they're not calling that thing Rose Park, are they? It's Coffin Stadium, right? It has to be Coffin Stadium. What else is it going to be? The Coffin Center. Oh, this is going to be nice. I'm thrilled about this. Somebody said oh, they're going to have to close down Temptations. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a staple in this community. That is an absolute staple in this community. I don't know if we I don't know if we can how can we move forward as a city if this is what they do? I don't know how can we move forward. I'm really excited for this press conference. I'm sitting here I'm reading the uh stuff from Ann Rogers. And uh, all right, so we got a break. We're going to break. Rob is telling me we have to. When we come back on the other side, we will be live from Kauffman Stadium as the Royals are going to announce their proposed downtown ballpark entertainment district. They are doing that at 2.30. Quote, important details about this project will be shared, including renderings, economic data, and progress towards a lease and community benefits agreement. So the Royals are planning on doing something big here. We'll listen together. Keep it right here. So drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The only place in town to hear the hypothetical button game is on The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Rob and I are here and we are waiting for the start of the press conference at Coffin Stadium. If you are unaware that there is a press conference that is about to happen, you know what? Well, let me inform you. The Royals are going to announce their proposed downtown ballpark and entertainment district site in a press conference tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Well, you know what? That tomorrow is today. From the team, quote, important details about this transformative project will be shared, including renderings, economic data, and progress towards lease and community benefits agreement. So the expectation is that the stadium is going to be around 16th and McGee at the old star building. It is going to be across the street from Sprint Center, also going to be across the street from the Power and Light District. I imagine there are a lot of questions like, how is your entertainment district that is downtown? How is that going to incorporate into Power and Light? Is it going to be different than Power and Light? Or do you plan on putting money into Power and Light and maybe not building as extensive of a ballpark village as you were before again there are a lot of questions I think to be had about the downtown stadium and I imagine many of those questions will be asked and answered at some point in today's press conference Rob is getting it set up Rob has told me that whenever the press conference is live we are going to go to the press conference so I am excited about it text line 913-586-7610 CDOT, I actually like this site. People complaining about infrastructure don't make sense. This is a good thing. It means your city is growing, improving. You know, we'll talk about this on this side. Let's go live to Kauffman Stadium. And continuing their remarkable run. It's been a remarkable decade for the teams here at the sports complex. I was just thinking that over the last 10 years, a team at this complex has either been in the World Series or the Super Bowl in six of the last 10 years. Very impressive. So, Well, I don't normally get this assignment, but the last time that I stood at this podium in this room was November of 2019 when Mr. Sherman was uh, officially announced as the new owner of the Royals. And the theme of the day was why was Mr. Sherman handpicked by Mr. Glass as his successor. And now here we are a little over four years after that. And now we're going to find out why one location has was November of 2019 when Mr. Sherman was uh, officially announced as the new owner of the Royals. And the theme of the day was why was Mr. Sherman handpicked by Mr. Glass as his successor. And now here we are a little over four years after that. And now we're going to find out why one location has been handpicked as the future home of the Royals. So we're going to hear from several people today. Uh, From the Royals, Mr. Sherman, Royals Chairman and CEO, Brooke Sherman, Royals President of Business Operations, Sarah Torville, Royals Executive Vice President, Chief Commercial and Community Impact Officer. And we're also going to hear from some members of our court well positioned to speak about the benefits we can expect in Jackson County. Kansas City Sports Commission President and CEO, Kathy Nelson. Heavy Constructors Association of Greater Kansas City CEO, Bridget Williams, President of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, Bob Kendrick, and then of course, the architect, Earl Santee, Populous Senior Principal, Global Chair, and Founder. And uh, just a couple of housekeeping items. The, the core of what you'll see in here, um, and most notably the renderings from Earl, will be sent over email in the following minutes. 
And when all the presentations are complete, Sam Mellinger will come up here and conduct a Q&A. Um, like many of us in the room, I can roll off a lifetime of, of memories at this ballpark. And for me, it goes back almost 30 years when I was here broadcasting for another team and seeing the fountains for the first time, hearing the fountains as the first sound of the day before the first crack of the bat of batting practice, before the music played, before the first pitch, and of course the roar of the crowd uh, during the game. Um, I'm here, full disclosure, after a little staycation with my wife, Sarah, who's in the audience. And um, I met Sarah here over 20 years ago when she worked in Kauffman Stadium's old uh, media dining room, working four jobs to put herself through nursing school. And the reason why we're having a, a staycation, spring training begins for me next week. And now with four kids, we'll be married 16 years on Friday. So thank you. So basically what I'm saying is I'm a combination of an excited fan, very interested fan. I'm a, a very excited member of the Kansas City Royals for today. I'm also a Jackson County resident. And so I'm um, very honored that I was asked to be here today as we unveil the future of baseball in Jackson County. And I'm very much looking forward to what the new fountains will sound like. And with that, let's bring up Royals Chairman and CEO, John Sherman. Thank you, Ryan, and, and thanks, everybody, uh, for being here today. Uh, also want to congratulate the Chiefs. Mark Donovan's here today. Uh, want to congratulate Clark Hunt, Andy Reid, Brett Veach, Mark as well, uh, and our and Royals investor, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, <laughs> I know his day job is keeping him. He's more well-known for his day job, but we appreciate him. Uh, <laughs> I thought the way that the Chiefs uh, won this championship and the way they performed this year was truly inspirational. Dealing with adversity in the regular season, going on the road against great teams in the playoffs, and sealing the deal in the Super Bowl, in a tough Super Bowl, a hard-fought Super Bowl on the biggest stage. I thought this represented the best in team sports. The resilience and grit of this this year's team truly stood out, and it's, it's a great example for all of us. The Chiefs' recent success adds to what is a unique time in Kansas City. Our city, our metropolitan area has great momentum. We're in a golden era of sports in Kansas City, but it certainly goes beyond sports. The, the accomplishments are well documented. I won't mention them all here, but starting with a new airport, and the recent announcement of six World Cup matches at Arrowhead, including a major quarterfinal in the knockout round, have all added to our momentum and enhanced the Kansas City brand. Thank you, Kathy Nelson. Just last week, we announced the news the historic news of Bobby Witt Jr.'s commitment to stay with the Royals for the bulk of his career. And we're thrilled with the offseason that J.J. Piccolo has engineered to make our team better now. Today, we're here to add another chapter to this story. I want to start by thanking the Jackson County legislators, the Sports Authority, for, put, for, putting, for allowing the voters to, to decide on April 2nd about making an, an important investment in our future community and our two teams. I want to thank Mayor Lucas. I don't know if the mayor's here today uh, for, his, um, for everything he has done and his vision. I want to thank Frank White, our county executive, for also being here today and all the work that he has done to help get us here today. For over 50 years, we have been in partnership with the Kansas City Chiefs and Jackson County. It has been an effective and forward-looking partnership. There have been a number of times along the way the Chiefs, the Royals, and the county collaborated to make sure that we stayed competitive and kept pace with our peers across the country. In the early days, our founders, Lamar Hunt and Ewing Kaufman, working with public officials, blazed the trail for those of us who came behind them. We are the beneficiaries of their vision. They did not wait for leases to expire. They focused on the future. 
The most recent example was a successful referendum in 2006, nine years before the exp expiration of the lease at that time. That extension was a catalyst for this golden era in Kansas City sports. Since then, we've hosted an all-star game, two World Series, five consecutive AFC championship games, the NFL draft, multiple Taylor Swift concerts. <laughs> that might be the most valuable thing. Uh, and more. I, don't, I do not think these things happen without the renovations undertaken for both buildings at that time. We're the second smallest city with both an NFL franchise and a Major League Baseball club. We want to sustain ourselves as a Major League city. We want to make sure that these fran franchises thrive here for the next 50 years. You know, I was a fan and a season ticket holder long before I had the opportunity to be part of ownership. It's a great privilege to be a steward for this franchise along with the rest of our remarkable ownership group of Kansas Cityans. We understand the importance of these teams to this town. Every day I walk into the K, I feel the weight of responsibility for our team and the impact on Jackson County and greater Kansas City communities. Today, it's probably no secret where we're going if you look up at the picture here, but today, we're at a crossroads. In fact, we're here to talk about the crossroads and our intention to make it the new home of the Kansas City Royals. Kansas City is a special place. We have outperformed many of our peers for our care for the heart of our city. Look at the residential growth downtown and the dynamism of the development and redevelopment of the crossroads. The arts, the music, the food and drink, I believe in my gut the timing is right for the Royals to become residents of the crossroads and neighbors to Power and Light, 18th and Vine, and Hospital Hill, helping to further connect the cultural center of our great city. We are thrilled to announce our plans to contribute community dynamics, an incredible fan and stadium experience, and long-term growth to the crossroads a neighborhood ballpark home for the Royals that, were, that will stand strong for the next 50 years here in Jackson County. And we're, and we're happy and excited to build that new home without costing taxpayers a penny more. In fact, the proposal voters will consider on April 2nd will be the exact same tax, but a much better deal. This project will also be a catalyst for the successful completion of the 670 cap and. And, and development and expansion of the corresponding park, connecting downtown to the crossroads, T-Mobile Center to the new ballpark, and the creation of an expanded sports and entertainment district. The Chiefs and the Royals are asking the people of Jackson County to continue our partnership, and we know we have to earn and win every single vote. I am not a politician, but I'm gonna be in the community talking about our project. I wanna hear from you, and I believe it's important that you, f you hear from me during this campaign and that you know how committed I am to making sure the Chiefs and the Royals remain at home here in Jackson County. Maybe I, maybe I should end it at that, but... Uh, um, you know, this, this place has been home to the Chiefs and the Royals for the last 50 years. We've shared Super Bowl wins, Super Bowls and World Series wins, and you, our fans, our businesses, and our neighbors have stayed committed to this partnership through thick and thin. I am so grateful for the times that the fans have cheered their hearts out for us and stayed loyal. If, if we have one goal, it is to make you, Kansas City, proud of us both on the field and out in the community. And that's what we will do in our new home for the next 50 years. With that, uh, you know, one of the other great things about Kansas City is that it is a, literally a global center for the, not just sports, but engineering, design, and architecture in general. And in sports architecture, it's really, I think, the, I consider it the global capital. And, and here, in, so it's, it's a thrill to be able to do this in Kansas City. It's a thrill to be working with an A-team home team. And Populous in particular is, is, uh, is a world leader in building these buildings around the world. And I think particularly as it relates to ballparks and neighborhood ballparks, which he's going to talk about here in a minute, I think they're the industry leader.
Leader. Thank you. Right now, we are live at Kauffman Stadium where they I, – Rob, I don't know what you're saying. They have the construction person talking, so we don't need to hear from him. So well, I'm, I'm that, curious what he has to say. I want to hear – let's at least hear the beginning of it. How do we know? You might – I mean, are y'all building more parking garages? I want to hear what he has to say. Everything the K going forward is just not feasible. It's not realistic. And since 2007, we had an independent structural engineer come in take a look at the K and – they identify the initial phase of what we call ASR. This has been out in the public, it's been in the media. Um, it just happens to be what it is. It, it causes the concrete to fail at some point. Now, all that means is in 40 years it may fail, but it's going to fail at some point. So the ability to maintain the current structure is not really feasible. And so since 2009 and beyond, and it's really the way that the industry has changed, is that the expectations and the needs from our fan base, our communities has changed greatly. And currently, the K is just not functional to sustain the Royals in the next 40 years. And lastly, the renovated K does not provide the broad community effects that this project and this site could provide to us. Now, let me tell you about this site. Now, why this site? Why, after a few years, we decided to look at this site? Well, the fact of the matter is, we've always been cognizant of this site. It never went away. It was a site we looked at early on. Uh, we have looked at other sites in the crossroads over time. And this is my 23rd Major League Ballpark site that I've been fortunate enough to work on. It's timing that tends to lead you to the end. And this is the right time, I believe, for this site. It has, um, I think the key, the key thing, and I do want to mention this clearly to you all, is that the key thing for us is that we've heard all of you say what's important to you. And so looking ahead, it's connecting great neighborhoods in Kansas City is really important. It's how being a good neighbor is really important. And so for us to seamlessly engage this building into the, into the crossroads is important to us, but it's also important to the community. So we've, it is an opportunity that we think is well worth the, the chance of moving forward. So the second thing we've heard is really ease of access. How do we, how do we get there? How do, we, how do we park? Well, here's the unique thing about this site. There are 22 different ways to get here. It's not the six or seven we have at the Truman Sports Complex, but it is 22 different unique ways to get here. So you have every chance, every choice to make to get here. And, and virtually the other key thing about this site versus the other sites is that this is the only site we've looked at, I don't know, 14 or 15 sites. We didn't need major highway improvements to make this site work. It works with the city that we have, the transportation city we have. And it works with the amount of parking. Now look at this, this is a comp comparison of the parking area around Jackson County Sports Complex and the ballpark site that we're proposing at the crossroads. And there is more parking in downtown. There's 40,000 spaces in downtown versus the 26,000 we have at, at the Truman Sports Complex. And from a transportation standpoint, the blue box, those are parking areas. There are a lot of parking areas. And parking, surface parking, structure parking. In fact, the crossroad sites, the beauty of the crossroad sites is that we can park all 9,000 people here that we need to park, all 9,000 cars, with existing lots. We're not building new parking for those 9,000. And they're within a 10-minute walk of the ballpark, even better. So it's a very interesting site. In fact, if I had to compare it to other sites I've seen, this is by far the most accessible site we have in Major League Baseball. Now, here are the other beautiful parts about this. You know, this is, will be the epicenter of, of really the sports entertainment district for Kansas City. Along with T-Mobile being a, I will say, its sister or its, its, its brother, whatever you may want to call it, right across 670, the relationship to all of the cultural aspects of Kansas City, all, again, within a 10-minute walk. So very easy way for you to do multiple things in a given day, given evening. And so between the Kauffman Arts Center, uh, T-Mobile Arena, even Municipal Auditorium, Power and Light District, all the other kind of functional event, entertainment, sports activities that happen, the convention center, all that happens within a 10-minute walk. It's just amazing. In fact, I would say this is the most unique site and the most dense sports entertainment site we have in America today. Now, let me move forward with really what else makes this site great. It's potential relationship to what we've called 
KC's next great park. The South Loop cap is an important part of this. In fact, I would say it was it not only put it over the top, it, it added to the overall idea of what this park could be. So it's really the idea of creating a, a ballpark that's part of the neighborhood, part of the community, but also that's a park within a park that feels like it belongs, has belonged forever. So it's a great opportunity. And it's in the cultural heart of the city. So the arts, love the art, we clearly engage with the arts, music, food, all those things will be a part and part of this. And it's connections to the city. Our, our vision was to connect the 18th Street and that 18th Street would connect all the way to the Negro Leagues Museum, Urban Youth Academy, 18th and Vine, within a 10 minute walk. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna, it's gonna be a, a, a frame for us going forward. But we do want people to walk. We want them to enjoy the city from a pedestrian viewpoint instead of a car going 50 or 60 miles an hour. And it's an important part of the city. And so we, we've, we've come up with a plan, how, a vision for how we would connect the 18th Street with improvement program that would make it literally connect and physically connect to the ballpark site. Now, just a little bit before I go on. It's a 17.3 acre site. The site is bounded by Grand Street to the west, Locust Street to the east, Truman Road to the north, and 17th Street to the south. And what, what are we going to refer to as the corner of? Truman and Grand. Truman and Grand. There you go. So it's a really important way to kind of capture the moment for Kansas City, makes it unique to Kansas City. And it provides really significant developments that we've seen around, uh, around, the, around the United States with MLB parks. But it's also comparable, if you want to think about other comparable cities, San Diego, Denver, Pittsburgh, Minneapolis, where development in urban core cities is, is happening in a way that's it's engaging, it's uplifting, it gives identity to the city. It actually does something that I think would be, it's going to be great when I'll show you some other, some other images that kind of amplifies the brand of Kansas City in a way that has not been amplified in the past. Here's an image of the Great Park, what we call Casey's Great Park, the South Loop Cap. As a relationship to T-Mold to the right and the ballpark to the left. And then the view of downtown and really how we're going to seamlessly weave this ballpark into the city and its neighborhood. And that, last but not least, this is a view from inside the ballpark. So it needs to feel like it's Kansas City, quintessentially Kansas City, feels like it's authentic to Kansas City. And when you're in this ballpark, when people see it on TV, they will instantly know you're in Kansas City. Thank you. Right now, we're at Kauffman Stadium. We're listening to everybody, despite what Rob says. Thank you all for being here. Um, it's great to be here today, talk to you more about what will be the largest public-private partnership in the history of Jackson County in Kansas City. The total investment of over $2 billion between that new stadium uh, for the Royals in the crossroads and associated development along with the extension of the 670 cap. Uh, as we said from the beginning, this is about a lot more than just a new home for the Royals. This generational project is intended uh, for something great for Jackson County and Kansas City, baseball and beyond. It'll build on the momentum that we have seen in recent years in our city, as, as John talked about. The economic impact of this project in the crossroads will be the same or better than what we put forth to you previously, and we look forward to updating you on that as well. The Royals ownership group is wholly committed uh, to this project. As owners, we're prepared to invest privately more than a billion dollars of our own money directly into this project in the crossroads to make it a success. To complement our private investment, we're pleased that the Jackson County Legislature has put the extension of financial support uh, for both the Chiefs and the Royals on the April 2nd ballot of particular assistance uh, to us in getting that measure on the ballot. We're appreciative of, of the work that was done by legislator Duran McGee and the chairman of the Jackson County Sports Complex Authority, Sean Foster, uh, both of whom I think are out there today. Um, as to the sales tax, to be clear, we're not asking for a new tax, rather a continuation of the 3.8 cent sales tax that exists today. We want to extend it for 40 years, supporting both clubs. 
the same level of tax support that exists today, again, and has worked well since first approved in 2006. Further, in our early negotiations with the county, we've already found ways to save taxpayers money uh, with this. As part of the partnership with the county and the chiefs, we've agreed to eliminate the county's obligation to pay stadium insurance premiums and the park levy to the teams, creating more than $200 million of new economic benefit to Jackson County. In summary, again, as John said, same tax, much better deal. As we get further along in these negotiations and our overall financing plan, we'll certainly update you. We know some have asked, uh, why do we have to decide this right now when our current leases don't expire until 2031? These are multi-year projects, and we're about 18 years into a 25-year lease. So the timing makes sense uh, to do this now, consistent with our own history and market norms. Further, stadiums, both MLB and NFL, have evolved. And a new stadium for the Royals, a renovated Arrowhead, with separate, solely dedicated complexes will keep us competitive with our peers and provide fans with the modern amenities and experience that they've come to expect when you look around the country. The timeline required for us, from shovels in the ground to opening day at a new ballpark, requires that we act now for the future of our new home here in Jackson County, here in the crossroads, in the crossroads. There's a lot more work to do, and we've rolled up our sleeves to do it. We're committed to and currently at work negotiating a fair and thoughtful lease agreement. It's important to us that this is done with the community in mind transparently, and that includes with the property owners of the crossroads. We want to be and we will be good neighbors, and that starts with the land assemblage for this project. Those discussions with the property owners are underway, and we look forward to successful, mutually beneficial results. I want to thank the community members and business leaders who are here in support of what we are all working to accomplish. We'll have many, many more conversations about our public-private partnership in the coming months, and I look forward to all of those, working with all of you to make sure that our dollars are spent in the best possible way for the greatest possible benefit of dedicated Royals fans and Jackson County and Kansas City community. Thank you. We're live at Kauffman Stadium right now. Who's the next speaker, Rob? It'll be Sarah Torville, the Royals Executive Vice President and Chief Commercial and Community Impact Officer. We've engaged with many of you throughout this process. We feel extremely grateful to have so many supporters in the room today on behalf of our future and the plans we, implant, we plan to embark upon. The Royals have a long history of philanthropic and community impact initiatives. That commitment to our community has fueled our team's spirit for decades. We feel incredible responsible, an incredible responsibility to build on that history and the example that Ewing Kaufman set for the Royals when he brought the team to Kansas City. The Royals ownership group is deeply committed to continuing to be responsible stewards of Jackson County's investment in the team as we've done for almost 50 years. The Crossroads Ballpark District will provide the community with the most benefits. While we're in the process of finalizing the full community benefits agreement, we've centered our goals around these core commitments. We will deliver a world-class neighborhood ballpark district and experience that is accessible and welcoming to all. This means a district that integrates with and elevates Kansas City's urban fabric, incorporating local art and artists will be a priority. The district will spur inclusive growth and job creation, uplift the community, and foster a more equitable and prosperous Kansas City. That commitment includes hiring and working with minority women and veteran-owned businesses and providing those businesses with support. We will complete a union labor agreement, deliver a prevailing wage agreement for workers, and provide workforce training. We will provide development programs, wraparound services, and foster community engagement and outreach with real and measurable results. The third commitment is to continue to nurture Kansas City through our team's intentional philanthropic and community impact initiatives. We're doubling down on our commitment to healthy and active lifestyles, investing in literacy programs, school scholarships, and partnerships, supporting service members, veterans, 
teachers, and healthcare workers. We will continue to provide job training for those with special needs, offer discounted tickets, and of course, host numerous community events. We will drive sustainable impact with responsible and forward-looking neighborhood investments. We'll implement environmental sustainability, solidify housing commitments, and make important neighborhood investments to spur economic growth, both in the Crossroads, the 18th and Vine District, and across Jackson County. This is much more than a ballpark. This is an investment in our community, an investment that'll provide economic growth 365 days a year. The spirit of this project is about connecting Kansas City. It's about providing accessibility and transportation. This is the time to do something transformative. The plan will evolve as we continue to engage with all of you to ensure that the community will reap the greatest benefits. I can promise you the Royals are committed to creating a lasting value in Jackson County and ensuring a legacy that extends well beyond the baseball diamond. I'd like to now welcome Kathy Nelson, President and CEO of Visit KC and the Sports Commission, and she may be the busiest woman in Kansas City right now. That was Kathy Nelson. She's about to speak right now. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio, KSA, uh, KCSP AM 610. KC office is at Two Light, and my sports commission office is at Crown Center, and I can walk <laughs> less than 10 minutes, Earl. I think that's fantastic. I love that. I love this. So keeping the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City Royals in Jackson County is essential to continuing the momentum we've seen for Kansas City sports this past year. And think about it, the NFL draft delivering $164 million plus in economic activity in Kansas City is just one example of what sports does for our community. And you mentioned this, John, just the last week alone, the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, being awarded six six FIFA World Cup matches, including a quarterfinal. I mean, I don't know about all of you, but I'm still trying to understand what that really means for all of us. And then, of course, Bobby Witt Jr. signing an 11-year contract for Kansas City. It's been a pretty good week uh, for Kansas City, for sure. And then, of course, in just a month, we'll be hosting the first ever soccer match in a purpose-built women's soccer facility in the world right here. So the international spotlight is on Kansas City like never before. We're receiving accolades from places like Wall Street Journal, who's mentioned us as the top best places to visit in 2024, Lonely Planet's top places to visit in the world, and Travel and Leisure's 50 best places to visit. And that's just three examples in this past year of those international accolades we've received. And then I looked at some of those renderings and I'm thinking about what would downtown Kansas City be right now without T-Mobile Center? And all of the hundreds of events that have come our way because of that venue, and you add this across the street, does it get any better? No, I mean, this is amazing. So the momentum is now. It is our time to continue to show our Kansas City heart to the world. And we're just getting started to comes to, when it comes to the impact sports can have on a community. And we know that sports events and venues can continue to bring development to our community. And it's time for all of us to show up. It's time to get out and vote. It's time to support this project and really time to sh shine and show what we're all about here in Kansas City. Bridget. Well, I was going to try not to use the stairs, but I figured falling on TV would not be good. <laughs> I'm Bridget Williams, CEO of the Heavy Constructors Association um, of Greater Kansas City. And I do first want to thank Duran McGee, Legislator McGee, for having the courage, the foresight, and the strength to write the ordinance and put it on the agenda. For that not happening, we wouldn't be here today. I also want to congr congratulate Mark Donovan 
um, for the Chiefs victory. I think that helps a lot <laughs> in terms of how we move forward. I mean, my, my phone is ringing off the hook, like, where's the best place to go for the parade? I'm like, I'm not the parade chief. Call, call Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> But it really was a win, and I just have to do one shout-out to Isaiah Pacheco. He, like, he's such a good guy and a good, good, good player that I think he gets lost in a lot of the um, hype around um, the Swifties and um, Travis Kelsey. Although we I love I was not him. expecting a random um, Isaiah Pacheco shout-out. I just want to say that I do have firsthand knowledge of what the benefits are from a private-public partnership. And they really are tremendous. Having worked um, very closely with the community benefits agreement, the workforce agreement, the collective bargaining agreements, um, and then the overall structure of the airport, it impacts the community in a way that many of us in this room do not understand. For those individuals who don't know how to get into the construction industry or don't know where to go to find a good paying job with benefits, the Community Benefits Agreement provides that opportunity. And so it is, it is imperative that on April 2nd that this initiative pass. It's not about Jackson County versus any other place. It's about jobs. And it's about people being able to determine whether, people not having to choose whether or not they pay their light bill or their rent. These jobs matter. And these jobs are the jobs that sustain individuals to live a good quality of life. And without this initiative, without this tax extension, it's likely not going to happen. So from a, just a pure job perspective, it's really important for us to remember the lives that we're impacting while we're trying to move this initiative forward. We um, believe that the short-term jobs in terms of construction um, and the building of the facility and the surrounding area are incredibly important. Prevailing wage, um, paying prevailing wage and having those collective bargaining agreements um, will be critical to the, the maintaining of the, the um, project. But as important are the long-term jobs. And there's already a commitment to um, to negotiate a collective bargaining agreement as well as a community benefits agreement. And so I just want you guys to keep in mind that the thousands of people just in employment that this will benefit matter. And I want to thank John for his foresight and um, courage to bring this to the table now. I mean, I don't know if he talks to Jesus or what happened, but the fact that he, this is happening at a time where we're talking about FIFA, we're talking about um, the Chiefs victory, we're talking about the parade, we're talking about a new airport, we're talking about I-670, uh, the lid, we're expanding I-70, it's a great time for a downtown baseball stadium. So with that, I just want to say thank you, and I encourage you to keep in mind the people that this really impacts. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We are going to take a break. The next person is Bob Kendrick. I love Bob Kendrick. I think he will understand why we had to take a commercial break. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to finish the press conference because I really want to hear the Q&A part. So Sam Mellinger, who now does PR for the Royals, he is going to administer a, you know, media Q&A. And there's a lot of questions that need to be asked about this whole thing. I want to hear those. We got to take a break, though. 
So we will probably miss the Bob Kendrick part. I will text them personally and apologize. Bob, I'm sorry we He'll had to do Fesco like... in the morning tomorrow, by the way. Okay, my bad. I, Bob, I'm sorry. My boss is telling I got bosses too. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll get back to the Q&A. We'll react to it. We'll talk Chiefs. But you guys know we got to listen to this press conference. Come right back. It's the drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 